0: Hi, I'm Miranda Wright with HOWC Ministries. To learn more about our ministries, please visit us online at heartofworshipchurch.com. Every revival in history was a work of the Holy Spirit in both the concealing and the revealing, because often God must clear the stage before He can set it. He tears down that which is marred. And then reforms it in perfection. He removes and clears the way. And then he elevates like he did with David. So don't get in the way of what he's doing. It's important that you seek him so that you know the times and the seasons. Because when David was a kid, God caused him to charge Goliath and kill a giant. Yet later, when men followed him, God caused him to go hide for a season. My friend, God is not static in his instructions. He desires that we seek and believe him. He sees the end from the beginning. He knows what he is doing, and he speaks for a reason. There were things that David could do when he was a kid that he could not do when he was a king. As a kid, he had learned how to follow God in his personal walk. But as he matured into his purpose, he had to learn how to lead men. Therefore, were his instructions different? Remember that the Pharisees missed Jesus and their time of visitation because they were stagnant and set in their ways and not open to following the leading of the Holy Spirit who was doing something different in that season than anything they had ever experienced. Even Jesus was hidden and concealed until the moment that God chose to reveal. He didn't run out into the open. He let God do his perfect work through him. He was hidden in Egypt as a child. He was hidden in wisdom until the time of his ministerial revealing had come, then his purpose was hidden until God himself revealed it to the surprise and shame of every power and principality that it overcame through his crucifixion and resurrection. Moses was concealed in Pharaoh's own house and then again on the backside of a wilderness tending to his father-in-law's sheep until God revealed him in an unexpected suddenly then yet again, in a moment of judgment, the first Passover, was he commanded to be shut in again. Him and all that believed were hidden from the wrath that poured out upon the unbelieving as a great humbling fell upon Egypt. Yet did God's people sup quietly inside in obedience, awaiting their deliverance and a greater revival than anyone one expected. God was doing something so grand by his own hand and they trusted him enough to humble before his instructions even when it made no sense to their logic. This was true wisdom as God was the only one who really knew what was coming. God himself spoke the words to the prophet Elijah For him to go hide thyself by the brook Cherith. Like David, he had just come from a place of great victory. Yet now was he being told to go lay low for a season. To wait and to pray and to grow before the order came to go. Words and warnings had been spoken. And now was God giving them time to comply with it. Then when the fullness of time had come, he dried up the brook and gave the commandment for advancement. My friend, don't ever assume in pride to know God's plans because of what he did in past seasons. He moves in mercy and patience, but seasons can change, and you must change with them. You must seek and trust and follow his leading Even if no one else goes with you, do what God tells you. Because when all of the false flashy prophets of the kingdom were rallying the kings of Israel to run out to war, Micaiah was the sole voice of the Lord, saying to be still. Why was he the only one speaking truth? Because that he himself had been sitting hidden in a prison cell, listening to the Lord rather than speaking before men. Therefore did he know the heart of heaven. He had seen what was coming in his quiet, private intercession. So he warned them, knowing that they would not listen. And as is usually the case toward God's true prophets, they despised and rejected him for it. For what he spoke did not flatter or excite them. Nevertheless, it was the truth, and had they heeded it, it would have been protection to them. But they didn't. So did their pride come before destruction. In 2 Chronicles chapter 18, verse 22, we read the words of Micaiah, to the kings of Israel when he says, Now therefore, behold, the Lord hath put a lying spirit in the mouth of these thy prophets, and the Lord hath spoken evil against thee. Then Zedekiah, the son of Chenanah, came near and smote Micaiah upon the cheek and said, Which way went the spirit of the Lord from me in order for it to speak unto thee? And Micaiah said, Behold, Thou shalt see on that day, when thou shalt go into an inner chamber, to hide thyself. My friend, God's plans are complex and are perfect. How to walk in the fullness of them is simple. Humble yourself enough to seek, listen, and trust, just like Jesus and all the rest of Scripture's greatest that you will know when to hide and when to go, when to charge Goliath and when to lay low in the quiet, while God removes the sauls outside of your adolums, because it is God who sets up and pulls down. Therefore take the low seat and wait on him to elevate in the proper season, or be cut down with the prideful, that rise up while the winds of change are still blowing and are carried away like the chaff and replaced by those who truly know and trust him because that they have sat patiently with him in the time of waiting and concealing, that he might do a perfect work of ambushing the enemy in a checkmate moment of revealing. Isaiah chapter 26 verse 20 tells us this, Come, my people. Enter thou into thy chamber, and shut the doors about thee. Hide thyself, as it were, for a little moment, until the indignation be overpassed. O Lord, give us wisdom to know the times and the seasons. Let us be patient to sit at your feet until we receive clear instructions. Lord, let us not be pushed by the ambitions of men or their anxiousness or impatience. Lord, let us be willing to trust you in the waiting that there is a work to be done. And when the sickle is swinging, we don't want to be the one standing up. We need to be bowed down low in prayer and intercession like the wheat weighed down by its fruit dead to self waiting on you to come and gather it when it's time to use it for what you intended to. Lord, help us to know the difference. We don't want to be complacent. We don't want to be lazy Christians. We don't want to make excuses when you're giving us a commission. But Lord, at the same time, we don't want to be impatient, prideful, or arrogant. Help us to know the difference between our times of concealing and revealing. And more than just our personal seasons, Lord, help us to know the seasons that we are in corporately as a body, as a congregation, as a nation, and in this dispensation. Let us never stop praying, abiding, drawing from the root our source of life and strength and truth. We yield ourselves to you, Lord, that we might produce much fruit. But we know that fruit is produced in its proper season. So, Lord, we trust you in both the waiting and the revealing. Here's a clue. My friend, that will help you. The waiting is your part. You have to choose to stay hidden. But the revealing, that's his part. It's a sovereign work of heaven. So if you are revealing yourself, then you've gotten out of position. Father, I thank you for all of the times of learning that I have gotten Sitting at your feet, Lord, I thank you for my cave of Adullam, when the enemy pursued me and it pressed me in closer to you in prayer and intercession and seeking and communion with you, where I got the revelation that you then poured out in other places. Lord, give us patience to not assume that we have anything to give in our flesh, but until that we have sat at the feet of Jesus and been poured into. In the waiting, in the concealing, oh Lord, when nobody was willing to believe that we could be anything, but yet you were willing to teach us, to speak to us, to reassure us of who you are to us and who we are in you. In those places where you've spoken your words of wisdom and of promise to us, that we might have confidence in them in later seasons. When the enemy comes to try to twist or confuse or steal them from us. Lord, let us see the value in the concealing. Let us see how much you can use us while the enemy is not fixed on us. When we're not such a target, Lord, there is a purpose in insurgents. Lord, there are times when you call us to be on the front lines, but my friend, the general has a target on them. The enemy is seeking and searching and all of hell is working against them. But when you are in the concealing, God is still using you, but more as an insurgent. You don't seem to be such a threat. Moses learned a lot in the palace. Jesus did a lot of work. In the hidden, David drew in a lot of men and revelation in his cave and wilderness season. There was a lot of connection and alliances made that were going to be useful in future campaigns. God was doing a work of perfection because they didn't get out of position prematurely. Because if David would have came out of that cave too early, Saul would have killed him. Don't put yourself in front of the enemy before you need to. Wait for God to tie up all the loose ends to get everything into position before he reveals you in that checkmate moment. You see, when you grow tomatoes, at first there's a lot of foliage. And the tomatoes, they're green just like the foliage, and they're very difficult to see. But there's a reason they're being hidden. They don't turn red until right before the moment of ripeness. But as soon as they turn red, every insect, bird, and enemy they have will come to attack them. They would never make it to maturity. They would never make it to their purpose. They would never make it to ripeness to carry a viable seed if they were revealed too early. So don't go painting your green tomatoes red. Let them stay hidden until their proper season of revealing. So have patience. But above that, have faith. And you get that by sitting at the feet of Jesus, getting to know him and his character and his omnipotence and hearing what he has to say. He will give you your promises. He will give you your revelation. He will give you your instruction. He will even show you the destination. And then he'll tell you trust me and visit and worship and spend some time at my feet and be strengthened and get ready because surely your revealing is coming unto the dismay of hell and the glory of heaven.